University of Virginia Health System, we're for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy. With UVA Health System Radio, here's Melanie Cole. Selecting a child's car seat can be overwhelming for families. My guest today is KK West. She's a safety program coordinator for UVA Children's Hospital. Welcome to the show, KK. What are some of the different types of car seats and what ages and sizes should they be used? Okay, there's several different car seats on the market today. We have the rear-facing infant car seat, which sort of looks like or is familiarly known as the bucket car seat, which is used really just for infants. And the height and weight limits for the car seats kind of set the um, tone for the car seat. So uh, when the child has reached the height and weight limit for that infant car seat, um, at that point they would want to either move to a convertible car seat, which is also can be rear-facing or forward-facing. Um, the infant car seat has a five-point harness. In it, the convertible car seat is rear-facing, and once the child reaches about age two or has outgrown the rear-facing guidelines set by the car seat manufacturer, at that point, that seat would turn around and become forward-facing. And then a forward-facing only car seat would be a car seat that is designed just to be forward-facing. Those car seats can have the five-point harness, and some of them do convert into a booster seat, which has the lap and shoulder belt. And then there are the booster seats, which is the car seat that is designed just for a lap and shoulder belt. And typically that is for um, children ages four through eight, as long as they meet the height and weight um, requirements for the seat. So that's where parents need to look is the height and weight because some children, mine included, are tiny or don't fit that height and weight requirement. So then do we keep them in longer? Yes. The American Academy of Pediatrics is recommending that all children stay rear-facing for at least um, age two um, and longer if they still fit the height and weight requirements of that rear-facing car seat. And the idea behind that is that children's head and neck muscles are not as developed as an uh, adult or an older child, so keeping them rear-facing would keep them safer longer. Then once the child is large enough to be forward-facing and is in that five-point harness, then you would continue to kind of monitor your child's height and weight based on what the seat manufacturer has established for the seat. So what should families look for and keep in mind when they go out shopping for those car seats? There's so many on the market. Oh, it's overwhelming what's on the market. So there really isn't a set, oh, this is the best car seat. When you go out shopping for a car seat, you have to keep lots of things in mind. One, which car seat best fits your family's need? If you have three children, you may need a more narrower car seat to fit the three car seats across the back of your car. If your child is a larger built child, you may need more of a uh, convertible car seat versus the infant car seat. So the the rule of thumb is you want to look at your child's specific needs, which car seat actually fits in your car, and how many car seats you will need. So if you drive a sports car, for example, a large, huge convertible car seat may not fit as easily as a different convertible car seat. So it's really about what works best for your family, your car. 
And you really have to look at the size of your car and the size of the seat and the thought of your back putting a child in there. Correct. Absolutely. All car seats are crash tested to the same guidelines. So when you're looking at car seats, it really does matter which car seat best fits the child, best fits the car, and best fits your lifestyle. Now tell us about the risks of using used or expired car seats. People tend to say, oh, I've got one you can use. Don't bother going out to buy one. Well, the car seats spend a great deal of time in a car, and cars get really hot, cars get really cold. So when they set guidelines for expired car seats, they're doing it because the integrity of that plastic and the seat material, um, after so many years of being out in the heat, the sun, the cold, can start to break down. If you think about kind of a plastic chair that sits on your deck, and after years of sitting out there, eventually the plastic gets old and brittle. The same thing is true for car seats. You want to um, make sure that your your car seat is is safe. And so many car seats have a five-year um, warrant, uh, a lifespan on them. Others have a little bit longer, and it should say on any of the car seats the best used by date on the sticker on the side of the car seat. What is the latch system? The latch system stands for lower anchors and tethers for children, and all cars car seats that um, came out after 2002 have this new system. And what it is, is in the cars, there's little metal rings that are built into the base of the seat. And then there's a latch system that's hooked in. Sometimes it's on the back of the seat. And it's a way for um, families to be able to get a child seat securely in the car without using a seatbelt system. It's uh, supposedly easier to, to install than just a secured seatbelt system, although both work. The thing about latch systems is that each vehicle has its own weight limit for the latch system, and so it's important that you check with your vehicle manufacturer and make sure that um, you monitor your child's weight. And once your child reaches the max weight for that latch system, they would then need to use the seatbelt as the means to anchor their car seat. And when is a child ready to ride in the vehicle using just a seatbelt? Is that based on height, weight, one or each of them? What if they don't match up? All of the above. So the recommendation now is that um, eight and above is kind of a general age time frame, but really it's about the size of the child because some eight-year-olds are teeny tiny, some eight-year-olds are big. So the way that you can assess that is if the the child's bottom fits up against the back of the seat with their back against the back of the seat and their knees are bent easily over the edge of the seat with the feet touching the floor, flat on the floor. The um, shoulder belt needs to fit across the shoulder and not at the neck and the face and the lap belt needs to fit not across the belly or stomach area but um, across the thigh area. So if it's coming up over by their neck... They are too small to be sitting in that seatbelt. Absolutely, yes. So many of the booster seats now have increased their height and weight um, for them. So some of the car seats now, the booster seats actually go up to 100 pounds. So what if your kid fights you on that? Then you work on more of a behavioral and a car seat plan. Uh, My son absolutely did not like riding in his booster seat, but he wasn't quite tall enough to come out of the booster seat yet. And so we remind them of the safety and how important it is. And we 
uh, encouraged him. The car didn't go until everybody had their seatbelts on and he was in his seat. Um, and then we routinely checked his thighs to make sure that when he reached that point that he could come out of his car seat. So wrap it up for us, KK. It's really great information. It's so important for parents to hear from an expert such as yourself about why this is so vital to follow those instructions. So wrap it up with your best advice on car seat safety. Okay. Well, I am going to say that all children under the age of 13 should ride in the back seat of the car. I'm going to add that little plug. Um, so if you are 12 or or younger, you really should ride in the back seat of the car. All passengers in a vehicle should be restrained. Um, there was an old rule of thought that once you were in the back seat, you didn't necessarily need to have your seatbelt on, and that's not that's not true. Um, set the best example as a parent or as a guardian. When you get in the car, put your seatbelt on, and that's going to help um, remind the children that it's important for them to wear their seatbelts too. So modeling that good behavior. And the other thing that I would say is car car seats should be replaced after a moderate to major crash to ensure that that seat is able to ensure that that child is safe. A crashed seat may not be able to provide the safest um, environment for that child. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. For more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.